This is Voice Out Shankar Jha, and today we are having our very first English edition special, and we are doing it via Zoom Live. Today's topic: Can your career be your passion, or vice versa? And today we have two very special speakers who will share on their passion, that is music. Okay, good evening, guys. Welcome on board Hi, to podcast Voice Out Chakap Jha. Okay, so thank you for all of you for being part of our podcast program today. And um, I'm Zarina, and together with me is Pandi Shafi'i. Okay, so um, I'm I'm very enlightened today, and I'm very happy because this is the first time Voice Out Chakap Jha. We are doing it in English. In English. Yes, Shafi. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. Ah, after yes. ten episodes, yes, 10, yeah, and yeah. we. Yeah, after about 10 topics, you know, we have about actually 20 episodes, but we have uh, 10 topics. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, after about you know, 20 episodes of 10 topics, we are able to to do this in English. And this is something that actually we hope uh, to help, especially our youngsters, because we aim to do a career talk. Yeah, and mm-hmm. today our topic is about, yeah, your career. What do you want to be when you grow up? What kind yeah. of career do you want to be? And... um. Sorry, what kind of career do you want to have? And actually, how realistic is your career, right? Sometimes at the age of 15, 16, we think you want to be somebody. But over time, we realize that is this being realistic. So, these are all the issues that today at Voice Out Cakap Je, we are going to discuss. And I feel that we are very lucky to bring two wonderful professionals, okay, mm. who are very, very passionate in their professions because both of them are in the music industry. Yeah. Yeah, and I believe that um, music is something that is it's in our heart, right? We all like music. We we do definitely listen to music. But the issue here is, can music bring bread and butter on the table? So with us today, we have Mr. Chua and Fidaos. But before that, okay, let me share with you their background. Okay, let me start with Fidaos. Okay, Fidaos is a very young guy, very handsome. Okay, in his 20s. Okay, he has a diploma in Sonic Arts. Very interesting. He's working as a sound operator in Republic Poly. Okay, so uh, he's also a singer, songwriter, producer for local independent funk and R&B band, Spacewalk, sorry, Spacewalk Music. Okay, and he's also an operator for the largest local music festival. Okay, so that's Fidoz. Fidoz, um, something just... Uh, caught me caught me quite interesting lah because when I read your diploma in Sonic Arts, can, can you just enlighten me seriously? I'm not sure what is this Sonic Arts. What does Sonic yeah, Arts mean? Sonic Sonic means sound. So ah. any so yeah the 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 art of sound lah. So basically we what we studied is um we studied how to operate the speakers. We studied the different music that the world have. You know uh we studied all the way from. Pop, jazz, blues, all the way to like tribe music, in oh, in yeah okay. in Tibet and stuff like that. So it's all about uh, sounds. This the art okay, of sound. Okay, okay. So that's all. Yeah, because okay, interesting. Because I I can see that you're very young and you are working as a sound operator in Republic Poly. How long hmm. have you been working as a sound operator at Republic Poly? How long? Uh, this coming first June is my one year. This coming ah, June, yeah. Okay, so right. I just started, lah. Just started. Okay. Okay. So that's a little bit of Fridaus. Okay, we have Mr. Chua. Okay, Mr. Chua has taught music, right, Mr. Chua, for thirteen years. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I... and he has taught in over twenty government schools. He has also prepared students for national competition. Okay, and he himself play in many clubs and bars. And I think in sorry, not I think. Uh, it's 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 real. Okay, he has appeared <laughs> on TV in 2017. Okay, yeah, he has appeared on TV 2017. Uh, teaching a blind girl Nurul how to play the drum. Am I right? Yes. Was yes, it drum yes, that you yeah. were teaching Nurul? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. Later we can ask her. I mean, we can ask Mr. Chua. Okay. Uh, mm. why drum? Okay. And of course, uh, Mr. Chua also has his own music school, right, Mr. Chua? KGMA. Yes. 
that you Correct. started yeah. in 2015. Wow. Correct. Okay. So that's yeah. Mr. Chua. Yeah. He has taught over 13 years and he has a music school, uh, KGMA, that he started in 2015. Okay. Maybe I would just like to ask, mm. to start the ball rolling. I would just ask one question. I would like to ask one question to okay. Mr. Chua um, sure. and maybe to Fridaus. Yeah? Uh, maybe I'll start off with, with uh, Mr. Chua. So actually, mm. at what age or when do you realize that music is something that you want to do for, for life? I mean, that is something for you. When? When do you realize that? Is it during school time or, you know, sometimes later in life? Like, when I was in secondary school, I was actually still unsure, you know. So, when I was in secondary school, I was, I just picked up drums. So, I was very into it. I was very interested in it. And it's something that I can do every day. So, I didn't think that it, it is going to become my career until a later stage. But it has always been on my mind, like how how I don't think about when I think about music I don't think about how lucrative it is but rather how I can actually sustain how I can actually uh, make a living potentially out from music yeah I look into it as a more I, I think of it as if I can actually do music and I can keep myself alive I think I'll be the happiest person on earth <laughs> yeah so that, that's basically how okay. I how I see it yeah Okay, so that's for Mr. Chua. So that means it all started from secondary school that kind mm. of create the spark, right? Okay, Correct. how about you, Philos? Yes. When do you realize that music is something that, you know, you love? Uh, okay, I was... Um, I, used, I used to want to be a soccer player back in the day, you know. Okay. Uh, like every other young boy, young Malay boy, yeah. and my boy, soccer okay. coach was not other than Mr. Panji Shafi'i. He was my soccer coach last time, back in the day. Yeah. Uh, I, I started okay. to want to play music because, uh, since at a young age or so because my dad plays the guitar. So uh, it started it started there. And then, and then all my family members, you know, we like to karaoke and music just runs in the family for me, luckily. So uh, with that, like, I find peace um, playing the guitar more than anything else in the world. So that's where you know, I got I, I got into it, and the first time I performed during secondary school, I feel so good, and I just want to feel that good again and again. That's why. Yeah. Okay, and after your O level, so you decided to go into <laughs> sonic arts. Yeah. That's when afterwards. you realize that this is something that you want to do. Uh, because yes. you know why? Why I ask this question? Normally. Because normally, um, a 16 year old after O level, you know, most of them will go into. I mean, if the guys will go into engineering, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I can see that I'm quite surprised for yourself. You straight away go into Sony Art, so that you already know that this is something that you want to do. Yeah. Something about me is that um, if I don't like to do something, I will not do it at all. So to to get a diploma, I know that I need to do something that I really want. If not, I will probably not finish the school. So and I know and lucky for me I have a very supportive um family members when I said I wanted mm. Sony Arts they said okay you know go ahead you know, some parents are like are you sure this you, you cannot go exactly. far you know but yeah. they are supportive of me and that's the most important thing to me to to be to be doing this can, with their support can I say that you never regret that decision till now no no I never never if I have to go back okay. in time I will still do the same thing. Do the same thing. Okay, okay, so nice to hear that. Okay, uh, our youngsters here, our young and aspiring, uh, probably musicians, all right. Uh, maybe you want to ask any question to our two professionals here. Yeah, maybe you can just introduce yourself, yeah, and, and share with us uh, what kind of musical instrument do you play? Who wants to start first? Uh, me. <laughs> okay, Adelina. Yes, okay, Adelina. Um, yes. I'm Dina, I play the electric guitar. Actually, I've, I can play um, the classical, acoustic and electric. <laughs> nice. um, so, my question is that, um, is it possible to progress in a band and be able to attract a global market outside of Singapore? Uh, if so, then what are the key things in doing so? Okay, maybe we let Mr. Chua to answer that first. It, I think it is possible. But it is very hard, and for from what from what most of us have seen so far, the ones that make it 
out of Singapore are usually the successful ones. Like they don't get they don't get famous in Singapore. Yeah, because I think the trend is that Singaporeans don't really listen to so much Singaporean music. Like uh, you know, there's always a group of people. Mm-hmm. I believe in your class, you will see there's different kind of different kind of students. Some mm-hmm. of them listen to K-pop. Some of them listen to metal. Some of them listen to underground music and purely just underground music. And some of them listens to just Chinese pop or English pop. So there's a wide there's a wide there's a variety of people, mm-hmm. you know, but. Hardly people actually look out for Singaporean band and purely Singaporean underground band, you know, to actually discover them and listen to them on Spotify or listen to them, find them on YouTube or what, you know, that doesn't really happen. So I think uh, most of the bands that I know that are famous, they usually don't base in Singapore, like their fan base is not in Singapore. Yeah. So a lot of the artists, even uh, even those that are very famous, like uh some Chinese artists that I know that are very famous, they make they made it, uh, they made it so overseas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Fidel, anything to add? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So that means uh, the local artists they are not famous. Mm. The local artists is not that they are not famous. More like they, uh, those that has a lot of fame usually made it overseas before Processing. they come back. And yeah, maybe yeah. overseas. Yeah, that, that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. That means yeah, mm. they are not famous in in their own country, but they are famous after they made themselves famous overseas. Correct. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of uh, I think Singapore is trying very hard to boost in the in the arts mm. and music scene. You know, they 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 are giving a lot of funding and all that. Same. But it just Correct. doesn't seem like it's pushing. I think it's a thing with Singaporeans. Uh, the fan base. Yeah, generally, what we're listening to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Adina, you were asking uh, if a band, is it possible to succeed as a band or as an artist, right? That's what you asked, right? Uh, um, it's true what Mr. Chua said, like uh, there are not much local support from the local community. But then again, we have um, artists like, you know, Faris Jabba, we have artists like Mustaf- uh, Young Raja, uh, where they have like tremendous amount of support here. I think to me, at this modern age and at this new age, it's how you play your 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 game. In uh, that's that's a game to it, you know, like like um how you market yourself, how you you portray yourself to, and you need to know your target audience really well. So to me, like success in as an artist is a uh is a is a is a perspective lah, like. You can mm. have a song uh, made and then just have it in your phone and you feel happy and then that is success to somebody. You know, but if you want to be famous, then you got to play the game right, like, like like social media especially because that's where it mm. is uh, right now, the game is. Mm, I see. <laughs> My question is, uh, in the current music industry, obviously, uh, like especially in the like modern they playing well uh, in the instrument doesn't just cut it in terms of attracting an audience. So, like, what can we do to stand out as a band? Is it like just marketing, or is it like the personalities of the players, or is it like the style of the music? Okay, who want to go first? Sure. Uh, I can go first. Okay. Okay. I I, I really agree with <laughs> what uh Fidaus was saying about the target market. If you know your target market, you things will be a lot easier because you can, if you know your target market, you can segment it, you can, you know that, uh, you know geographically where they are, the demographic, what, how old they are, you know, how old are your listeners, you know. So some of my friends that are in pop, original pop band, they, they target at teens, they target purely at teens. So this is a, it's a very clear cut. Okay, they are targeting at teens. They're not targeting at 30 plus year old. They're not targeting at a working working adults, you know. So they mm-hmm. from there they need to understand that oh what is their spending power? What is their what is their ability to buy maybe their recordings or their merchandise. So this uh the target market part I think is really important. So you were asking how to how uh sorry Daniel your question was how to do it right? How to get how the, to stand out as a band. Ah uh, how to stand out as a band. So uh if you want to stand out as a band then there has to be like an X factor in it. Like the X factor usually is a singer. 
usually is the person, the front, the front man. Uh, usually is about the band identity, whether you have an identity. Uh, and of course, in order to go a long way, you need to have good materials. You need to have good songs. I think that is the most practical thing after you know after all the talks on dressing, coordinating the dressing, coordinating this and that. You know, uh, I think ultimately you still need to have good materials. Yeah. Okay, from okay, Fidaus, I understand that initially you have a band, but now you are on your own. Maybe you can add it to uh, tell me tell us more about that since uh, Daniel's talking about band going up. Uh, being in a band is fun. Okay, it's it's like the best thing. Uh. Like you know, you get to hang out with your brothers. You get to play music together. Connect in a very um in in that frequency. Uh, but then again, like uh, at the end of the day, you know, we uh, this my through my experience. I you know a lot of people have other experiences, but through my experience, is that um we have uh, different things that we want to do uh, in life. You know, and 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 sometimes when you want to uh, achieve something, and there's a lot of sacrifices that you have to make, like your time, uh, uh, the the hours that you need to take uh, to practice, and not everybody can be on the same page. Uh, you know, so uh, which is okay because um, if you want to do it, you still do it anyway. You don't have to wait for anybody. But um, you know, uh, uh, it used to be I used to have a band, and then. Uh, we all came to an agreement whereby, you know, uh, there are things that they have to do uh, in, in their own uh, life. So I said, okay, never mind. Like, um, I will just continue doing it. And, and if I have um, uh, a performance and I need people to play and I will get them to play. Yeah. So it can work if you can, if you really want to do it. Uh, I feel that even if you are alone, you can still do whatever you want to do uh, as long as you persevere. That's my take. Uh. Okay, so that means what I'm trying to say is that um, you can have a team as a whole permanently or it can be a ad hoc basis. That means whoever is available for that for that gig or for that uh, performance, so you just call whoever is available. So I believe this is where you must have a strong base of contacts, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, right. you do. yeah, because let's say you want this drama and if that drama is not available, you must know who is the next person that you need to... I mean to call for your performance, hmm. right? Yeah, okay. and that depends so, also. Like, okay, that's good, good, good option. May I know how long? Hmm. Yeah, depends on. Uh, it depends on uh, if you you know if you have good material, people will want to play with you. Hmm. Uh, so hmm. um, it, it has come. It has to go back to yourself whether when people see that you are really doing it, uh, out of the heart, then people will wanna you know be with you. But but yes, be of course. You. You, yeah, of course you do have to have like context lah. How about you, uh, Chua? Anything to add to it? Uh, yeah, I think having context is really important. I think having context is really important. Like, uh, we have uh among the the group of musicians uh where we have gigs right. So what we have is like we have a mm. sub, uh we have a chat group. That a Telegram chat group that has like I think there's one thousand over musicians mm. inside now, so as and when you know if we desperately need a musician Ooh. from somewhere else, oh. we will just post it there. Then we will get people on board. <laughs> and uh, but from common practice, ah. what we do is that we will usually ask someone we know. Yeah, I I mean to a certain extent, I feel that the the club and pub scene, like mm. the those that play in the circuit, they. Uh, they work like mercenaries, you know. So, so wherever they have job, they just go. You know, when they 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 just go. You know, it's more like we don't really past a certain stage. We don't really form bands and bands. It's not that easy to play in with people that you like, mm -hmm. because people you like might not have as much commitment, might not have as much uh competency also. And even to a certain extent, music literacy. Because I, when I was starting out, I played with some musicians that are really good, but they can't read. So if I move on to play in a pub, I, I need to be able to read. So then it poses as a problem for them. So sometimes I think, uh, I mean, for 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 the younger for for the younger generation, I think it is important that uh, you realize that throughout your music journey, you're gonna see a lot of people quitting. 
But if you don't give up and you, if you believe in it, you know, you, you're going to be somewhere. You're going to get somewhere. You're definitely going to get somewhere if you persist in it, you know. It, it's about how determined you are, yeah. Because a lot of people are going to give up. A lot of people are going to see that it's not, uh, this thing is not gonna, going to, it's not looking lucrative. It's not going in the right direction that they want. And that's largely because a lot of them has a rock star dream. You know, I quote it, you know, quote and unquote rock star dream. The rock star dream whereby, you know, I'm going to come up with a recording. I'm going to have this album released and I'm going to have millions of fans. But that's not going to happen. You know, I mean, even if you talk about bands like My Chemical Romance, they didn't, they didn't make the, you know, it's, it wasn't a big bang on their first album. You know, for most bands, even like Green Day, you know, most of them didn't make it on their first album. It, it takes a couple of albums. It, it takes a few albums before, at least a few albums before they actually make it somewhere. You know, it's about the persistence. It's about how, how much they want it. You know, how much you want it. You think about it. It's how much you want it and how much you want to push towards it. You know, so it's... Uh, to me, it's all possible. It's just that you, meanwhile, in, in this transition, as you are writing songs, as you are, as you are trying to make things work with your band, there is one factor that is limiting you. You know, let's not even talk about money. You know, there's one limiting factor, and that's age. Mm-hmm. Because when you pass a certain age, you need to oh. have you, you. Things will change. Change. And, and like for example, when you move on from secondary school. Uh, you're going to go into some people will go into JC some people, people will go to poly some ITE whichever mm. it is you're going to study oh, yeah. some people maybe they will, con- mm. uh, they will start working mm. and everyone move on to a different phase of life and when they move on to a different phase of life their objectives become different mm. so it's not easy to keep your bandmates together okay. once you're past your yeah, like every time you graduate from somewhere your <laughs> bandmates you know, your friends your bandmates they're, they're going to be mm. separ- you're going to be separated mm. you know you can't keep the bond that well, you can't keep that friendship going all the time. Yeah. And then when, as you go on and people start working, people have other commitments. Like your suddenly your bassist has a boy Great has bands. a boyfriend, yeah. your guitar has a girlfriend, you know, and mm. one fine day someone is getting married. Congratulations, you know. Maybe. You're gonna be playing okay. for the wedding, but after the wedding, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and, yes, yes. and some of them yeah, tried correct. their best. Some some of my friends that I see, they really try their best. But when the kid comes, it it just hits the and then you know, then, you know Yeah. And then you know, all the guitar they will just hang out on the wall. <laughs> hang out. Yeah. 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 So I think it's about Okay, I mean, maybe yeah. uh mm. Yeah, yeah. Continue yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I was saying continue, uh continue. I think it's about how much you really want it. Because if you want it, nobody can stop you from doing it because it's your decision, you know, it's your decision that you want to do music. If you want to do music for the rest of your life, you you have to be really determined and you have to do whatever it takes to get you there. So what I'm saying is that uh, for some of, my, some of my friends, they struggle a lot because there's only one thing that they want to do. Like for example, maybe they just want to teach or mm-hmm. they just want to play with their band mm-hmm. or they just want to play in a pop band, like in a bar setting, you know. So if you limit yourself to just one thing that you can do, then you're not going to get as uh, you're not going to get the other jobs. And mm. after a while, after a while, like any other jobs, if you work in this job for very long, it is hard for you to get out of this industry and go to another industry, mm. you know. So, I mean, this is like how it is in, in, uh, in other industries that you're working. And it's also happening, like if you were to teach for 10 years, but you never gig, it, it is very hard for you to go into the gigging scene because your friends are different. Your friends, your colleagues are different. It's a different group of people. Yeah. So that's why I think it is important for you to know like uh whether if you know if uh to see whether music is for you, you gotta see the you gotta see the reality and you gotta assess the situation, understand how good you are or how bad you are as a player, you know, and know how you can go about promoting yourself and get yourself out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Mr. Chua. So for yourself, am I right to say that music has been your first job since day one until today? Uh, besides part-time job, yes. <laughs> besides okay. part-time so job, music yes. has been your main job. Okay. Yes, so you know that job. music has always been your main, so uh, other yeah. things is your part-time job. Okay, so Chirwe, uh, is there anything yeah. you want to ask our two guests? 
yeah. Um, how much would of an advantage would someone get if they graduate from a music course when starting out their music career? Uh, okay, I'll answer that question. I think it depends on what you are getting into. Like if you're getting if you're getting into the gigging scene, into the performing scene, uh, there's no need for qualification. Yeah. Because because you can graduate from Berkeley, but you know, if you if you didn't play so well in the studio, then you're still gonna, you're still not gonna get a job. Yeah, I think it's very very audition based, very very based on your abilities to deliver what you can do. Yeah, as a musician, rather than uh rather than looking at your qualifications, people don't really look into qualifications when you're on the performing side. However, on the teaching side, the qualification is what uh is what the parents want to see. The parents that send their children to 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 the school wants to see. So th this is something of value to them. So uh, if you were to get a, uh, if you were to get a degree or a diploma in music, it, that will help actually. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, and that is also something that uh, some uh, like some of my friends they don't take the grade one, grade two, grade three exam. They get a diploma in music in, from NAFA or from LaSalle, and that's it. They're, they're set to teach. Yeah. So in teaching, people value the qual the qualification, particularly in piano, violin, that kind of more classical instruments. Uh, less of that in the in the contemporary instruments, but yeah, it's still it's still it's still of value there. Yeah, other than teaching, uh, there's not much use for the qualification. Mm -hmm. mm. What about like music production? You know yourself. Oh, okay, sorry. Daniel? Sorry, Daniel was asking uh, music. What about like music for music production? Okay, uh, uh, can you like uh explain more when you when you what you mean by what about music production? Like uh, if someone who doesn't have like knowledge regarding music wants to do music production, like versus a person who like has uh who graduated from a music course, is there like a very big gap in terms of their capabilities, or is that person who like don't know anything? able to like match up with the abilities of the person who graduated from the music course okay uh yes uh if you um if you study music production we are talking about just music production uh as a as a as a as a course okay if you go through that course of course you are going to learn how to uh you know do music production but uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that if you don't go through that course um, officially means you uh, cannot learn uh, because I have friends, a lot of friends I mean like probably I'm the only friend in my, my, my clique um, who really went through um, music production uh, as a diploma and the rest uh, didn't have, uh, didn't went through lah but, but they, they can, what, they, what I can do, they can do also uh, mm. it's, uh, yeah, it's how much you want to do it and I am um, I have this friend also. Uh, last week, he because of the quarantine, right? Because of the circuit breaker, yeah. uh, we cannot go out. So usually, I will record for her, but she have no knowledge about recording and stuff. So I said, okay, never mind. What you have to do is, okay, you buy this disease. So I showed her um, the carousel uh, advertisement uh, and asked her to buy a few stuff that what she needs for recording. So she buy without having any knowledge of DAW, meaning the software, uh, so I said, okay, never mind. We, uh, yeah. we just buy, just buy, uh, and then I will video call you, and I'll teach you like the basics, lah. And then she did it, and it, it's hard, lah. It's hard because she really don't understand the the software. You know, there's a lot of things in the software. Yeah. So I teach her slowly, and she got the basics. She know how to record, uh, and that that shows that you know you don't really have to go through the course. But if you go through the course, then you have a lot of advantage. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. So, uh, can I just add? So something? it's recommended too, lah. Okay. Yeah. Chell, you want to say something? Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. So I was saying. Yeah. Uh. When it comes to education, right? To answer to Tsubei's question just now, also, and also like how Fedaus got his diploma, right? Uh. I think it is good to have the. It's not about getting the diploma, but actually getting into the course itself, because uh, one of the important thing and one of the things that a lot of people uh, who went through the education they what they want is context 
they want to have recommendation. They want to have friends in the same line, you know. So that because that's how they get jobs. So this is uh, this is oh. also another advantage of education in here. Like when it comes to actual knowledge, I agree with you. I was that you actually don't need to have the certificate to do all these things. Yeah, because I have some friends that they don't get a diploma or degree. They basically just they they they've been doing it for very long themselves. They pick it up themselves. They've been doing it for very long, and through contacts, they get the jobs. Yeah, so education is also another way of getting there. Yeah, mm. it's and uh, to me, it's uh, there's many ways to there's there's many paths. You know, this uh, when it comes to when it comes to education, besides mm. the few the few big I call it the big four. Like if you're talking about medical, if you're talking about law, if you're talking about Accounting. If you're talking about engineering, yes, <laughs> this four. Yeah. Besides this four, basically, you can actually do many things without education. I mean, if you were to be a chef, if you're good, people will hire you. <laughs> you know, if you are good, you you are famous, people will hire you. If you're talking about artists and artists, a dancer, you know, like there's many jobs out there that you don't actually. I think a lot of people place uh, a lot of emphasis on education, uh, but. That is just one part of it, and education itself is encompasses. It also includes you studying on your own, like doing your own little projects here and there with your friends. You know, when it comes to musician, uh, when it comes to music, I think uh, from my experience, what I've seen is that a lot of musicians actually uh, they are very self motivated individual, so they don't actually need the education to push them. Yeah, because uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Fidel's maybe you would like to share uh, your classmates, your classmates back then, what they're doing now. I, I'm pretty sure some of them are not doing music. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so that that, that is that is the thing that uh, separates between someone with a very strong passion towards music and someone that doesn't. Because when you don't really have, uh, I I have friends who went to LaSalle, but their their goal is, uh, I know this this girl. When I asked her, so why why do you study LaSalle? She said because she didn't know what to do and music sounds fun. So then I asked her, so what's your goal in life? She said, oh, I want to find uh, I want to find a good guy. I want to get married and maybe have some kids and become a housewife. Then I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that, that kind of that, that caught me off guard. Okay. Yeah, okay. that that me off guard. I was like, what? Are you serious? Like, is that really what you want to do? Like, like that's your goal when you enter LaSalle. So that's uh-huh. when I start to. Realize that uh, not every uh, it's not about going for the education, but the mindset when you get mm. into the education. Like if you want to learn something so bad and you get into get into the school, that's when you will you will get a lot out from it. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, being musician, I believe if uh, being musician is a choice. You know, we make the choice ourselves. So uh, if you're self motivated, you will definitely. Reap a lot from the education. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, maybe I have one question to three of you. Yeah, our three youngsters here. Um, does your parents really? If one day you go to your parents and say that, "Mom, Dad, I want to be a musician," what do you think is the answer? Is it a "Oh yes, I will support you hundred percent," or I thought it's just for fun? I don't know. I mean, seriously, what would be your parents' answer? Well, you don't have to ask them, lah. But but you know, based on if you ask them this question, what do you think they they answer to you, Cherry? Cherry, you have been smiling. Maybe you can tell me. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like an in between. Like on one hand, they're not super excited about it, but on the other hand, they're not like completely like they're not very disappointed that I want to like, pursue this. They're just in the middle. Okay, so Arlina, yourself. Uh, so Cherry, it's fifty-fifty. Okay. I have asked my parents about it. <laughs> and I've not. Oh, you have. I, yeah, and um, my dad is quite supportive of it. Um, but my mom, she expects me to like have a really high education before, um, pursuing my music career. So. Mm, so that yeah. means there still must be a backup plan, right? That means must yeah. be plan A. Music is plan B. Yeah. Okay, Daniel, yourself. Uh, for me, it's both my parents are generally they're quite supportive, but uh, it's not whether or not, it's not it's not a question whether it's like yes or no. It's more of like 
can you show me that this is really something you want to do? So it's more of like I need to show them this is not like a, a one-time thing as in like, oh, today I have suddenly like full of passion to play music because I saw this guy play music and like the passion died out slowly. But it's more of like this is something that's going to stick with me for a very long time and I need to show them that like, uh, yeah, like Ibu and Pepe, like, this is something I really want to do and I'm really passionate about it. Uh, then they'll confirm they'll support, you know, you have to convince them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I, I'm talking is from a parent perspective because sometimes we don't know what our kids want, seriously. I mean, as a parent, yeah, now I'm talking, I'm putting a parent's head yeah. <laughs> I mean, as a parent, uh, we want to support whatever our children want to do, okay? I don't know about other parents, uh, but for myself. But the question is sometimes I don't know whether is my, my, my son really serious. I, I want him today, I want to be, you know, A, then tomorrow I want to be B, then, you know, next day I want to be C. Uh, that's the scariest part. Scariest part as a parent, yeah. But I think if, if you guys can prove to your parents that, yes, this is something I want to do, you have to, I think being disciplined, you have to work very hard, is something that applies in anywhere. Yeah, whether you go into a, a medical or whether you want to go into music, at the end of the day, the rules is, is there. Right, Mr. Chua? You have to be disciplined. You have to yes, like yes. what you do. Yeah, you yes. have to like what you do. I think that is a starting point because when you want to do something and you, especially if everybody is against it, you have to be very strong-willed and you have to, to, to sometimes you don't have even to convince other people, no? Sometimes I feel that the challenge is to convince ourselves. Is this what you really want? And if that is what you want, what is the next step? Like what Fidel has, has uh, mentioned just now, you must know who is your target market. And if your friends can't be with you, your band, I think what has been shared right just now, if your band members cannot be with you throughout, then you have to be flexible. You have to find what are the alternatives. Maybe they are not your permanent members, but you can have other other people to come and you know still have a bed, but it doesn't have to be the same. I mean, it doesn't have to be that permanent members. Yeah. So um, okay, is there another question you want to ask? Fidawus, um, Mr. guys, any other question? Uh, my question is that um, is getting sponsored crucial when attracting a larger global audience? I think it's more like you should think of it the other way around. Like a lot of a lot of musicians started off thinking like I want endorsements, I want supports from brands to actually help me to boost my brand, my brand, you know, my brand as in the band, you know. So uh, a lot of people think of endorsements, so think of sponsorship, like maybe a cool cool shoes or you know or Gibson guitar or things like that but actually you should think of the other way around like why should they sponsor you and if they sponsor you that means you are off value to them you know what I'm saying like it's, uh, it's the other way around where, whereby they ask yourself what is your value what do you value at what do you put on the table for them you know and that is where it comes in if you understand their perspective then things will work a lot easier yeah, when it comes to sponsorship. And uh, to answer your question, I think uh, any collaboration, uh, when you look at a band, you should think of it like as though it's another company. You know, it's a company by itself. You have a manager, you have, uh, they have their manager to represent the company to talk to you about your sponsorship or your endorsement. So I think it's about getting a win-win situation. It's a collaboration between two brands. So uh, if you look at it that way, then you will know better what to do. And you will know better whether you know this is what you need and what you want or not, yeah. Because like for some cases, like uh, for some cases, it is not actually good to take on sponsorship, especially if you don't really believe in the brand. Yeah, I believe you have to answer to that as well. Yeah, like for example, maybe you got uh, let's let's just say uh, you got a Nike endorsement, but you've been wearing Adidas your whole life, so that's kind of not true to yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, so so you have to stay true to yourself and you need to know whether, uh, you know, the, one of the reasons why people get endorsement is because they love the product so much, they love these things, they love that thing so much that they've been using it. So when the brand saw that, oh wow, you love my products, okay, so come, let's let's do an endorsement deal, you know. I'll give you, since you are, you've been marketing for me so much, I see, uh, I see no point in shortchanging you, you know what I'm saying? So then it works both ways, yeah. Mm. So when you build a huge following on your band, uh, then endorsements, sponsorships will all be coming in and it helps you both ways. It's not a one-directional thing, you know. 
Yeah. Okay, Mr. Chua, let me ask you, okay. Yeah. Talk about music as a bread and butter, right? Mm. Okay, yeah. uh, now we are talking about being an artist, uh, a singer itself. Mm. Do they should consider, apart from that, they, they, they should quite spread, spread out the, their option, like be a producer, record producer, like release the sound engineer, you know, like uh, not stick to one for the bread and butter. Mm. But when they come to passion, you can stick to this. You know, what was your take? Uh, is it too much for uh, for a person to do this? To do this? You know, nowadays there's I a lot of, uh, I mean, you do branding, you can commercial, you can do music for, for commercial stuff like that. But what's your yeah. take? I think, yeah, I think for, from my perspective, a lot of people that made it, uh, that made it successful, known in the industry, are doing multiple things. Yeah, they're, they're always doing multiple things. Yeah, because when people look at musicians, uh, we ourselves, when we look at musicians, we wow at people that can play and other instruments. Mm-hmm. We wow at people that can write songs. We wow at people that, oh, like, uh, oh, Daniel can play drums. Wow, Daniel can play guitar too. You know, so that's impressive. You know, like, right, we wow at people that's like that. So when it comes to diversification in music, I think it's always a good thing because to know more and more about music as a whole, it actually helps you to become more holistic as a person also. Uh, when it comes to spreading, uh, not putting all the eggs in one basket, mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to jobs, it's also a wise thing. In my opinion, that you can do different things. Yeah, you can do different things. Like my, I have a friend that I know that he, he performs a lot of concerts. So every now and then he's traveling out of Singapore to, to, to perform. perform. He still runs a school in Singapore. He still runs a school in Singapore. So I think it's all... It's all possible, except that, like I was saying, that there's a timeline, you know, and the timeline is your, uh, there's, there's a deadline. The deadline is basically your age, you know. So when do you want to do this too? And how are you going to sustain this kind of lifestyle too? Because uh, some of the jobs like playing in night, night, nightlife, mm-hmm. uh, playing in uh, pubs, all that, you can't boss, really yeah. do that for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it can be decent money. Mm-hmm. It can be really decent money, really good money, but how long do you want to play it too? And is that, is that suitable for your personality? Like, is that the kind of lifestyle that you want to have? Mm-hmm. You know, so that is also one thing to take into consideration. Uh, and then some people prefer teaching over gigging. You know, mm-hmm. so it really depends on individual. Yeah, I think everyone, everyone is different. So. Uh, for me, I take the approach that I don't like to put all the eggs in one basket and I like mm-hmm. to diversify. And also because when I teach, uh, when I teach, I like to also be performing mm-hmm. so that everything that I teach is relevant. I know what are the updated songs. I know what people are doing in their jobs. So I always keep myself informed of what is happening. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that actually helps in teaching. Things that are more realistic and things that are actually applicable. Yeah. Mr. Joe, Mr. you mentioned just now about yeah. teaching. Um, in your yeah. profile, you mentioned about you ever taught a blind girl, no role, mm. playing a drum. What was the purpose? Yes. Is this just a one-time thing or you have been teaching her over a period of time? Okay. So, when it comes to Nuru, it wasn't a one-time thing. So, I w- I've been teaching her for, uh, for a duration, uh, for, for a period of time. Sometimes it's on TV. Uh, sometimes it's when the camera is there. Sometimes it's off camera. Yeah. So uh, and after that, I try to offer to teach her, to uh, to continue teaching her after the whole shooting thing stops. Uh, she wasn't able to come because she wasn't able to travel. Mm. So then later on, we were exploring, uh, exploring. Oh, okay. The okay. option of me going to her house to continue to teach her, but she didn't have a drum set back then. Yeah, oh, so I was yeah. I was just kept, I was just in uh, I was just in uh, kept in touch with her over uh, over this period of time. She mm. actually has a percussion instructor that is teaching her percussions now, oh. and then uh, I'm also uh, I uh, I just told her that uh, because recently recently I was asking her how's her drum set and all that her, her drum set. Then she was telling mm. me that she didn't have speaker, so I told her I have a spare spare computer speaker she can use it. You know, yeah. It's just speakers, okay. yeah. So like uh for, 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 for the for the drum set. Yeah, then uh I told her that maybe if it's possible, uh during this period of time we can do online lessons also. Yeah. Mm. Because uh for Nuru, uh, so, so I believe a sense of 
hearing is really strong. So, mm. so it overcome the overcome the the sense of sight, you know, that mm. most of us rely a lot on. Yeah, and when it comes to music, I think it's all about hearing, man. <laughs> it's it's really all about the hearing, you know. When it comes Correct. to music, hearing actually yeah. supersedes the, the you know your your the need to see. Yeah. Correct. I, I believe uh, Fidaus will agree on that. Fidaus, for yourself, where do you see yourself for the next three to five years? I mean, because I see you as a young guy, you you are I can see that your your future, your your you know, your how do you say that? Your journey is very long. So where do you see yourself? Yeah, for the next three to five years. Uh by the time uh, in five years' time, uh my, my, my dream, my goal uh, mm. is to, to, to have an album out. And mm. to be performing overseas, yeah. which is not really so hard to achieve, you know. Like, yeah, mm. that's how I see myself in practice. Okay, interesting. Ma- married or not, I'm not sure. But like, this is more important okay, to me so than anything. <laughs> oh, married is <laughs> okay. Married yeah, is no. option two. Not yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, not not so much lah. I mean, but I guess, much, how do you promote yourself? Yeah, uh, I, I like your positive. I mean, your optimism. Uh, optimism. Yes. Um. But how? How now? What are the process that you have been doing to promote your album, to promote your songs? Yeah. Maybe okay, you can share uh, with our young, yeah, young guys. Yeah? Uh, you recently you performed in public. Uh, where is that? Marina. Esplanade. Esplanade. Yeah. Yeah. Tell that a little bit more about that. Okay. Uh. Uh, one of the best way to you know get your music out is uh, performing outside. You no, know, you just have, when you perform, you you met you meet different different uh, people people with different backgrounds, and that you might never know who you meet. Uh. So so how uh, how I like get gigs is from mm. one gig that I play, then someone else like it, and then like put me to another gig, another gig, and then lastly to the the most recent that I perform was Esplanade, and uh, in my experience. Uh, and what I have so far, I think that's like the biggest that I've done lah. And and then after that, you know, that after that show, uh, I got quite a lot of good uh, reviews and feedback. And then they want me to play for some other shows. But then because of circuit breaker, you know, everything has to come to a pause lah for a while. Mm. So what I do to keep my social media um, con- active, yeah, active, uh, is I make covers. So mm. yeah, I mean, I mean, so far I have like a few covers, and just now before, before you guys, before we, uh, before we um, video call, uh, I was doing another song. So yeah, I'm really excited. Uh. I mean, the covers uh, make people, you know, um, see that I'm still active in doing music, and yeah, so that's how I keep my social media alive. Hey, how's your Wuhan song? <laughs> oh yeah, I uh, we. Um, okay, so I was hanging out with my bandmates. This is before when when the Wuhan virus start when it's called Wuhan virus, you know, before coronavirus. Mm, yeah, before COVID. Uh-huh. Yeah, before COVID. So they, they call it Wuhan. So uh, we were jamming, and then after that we were chilling somewhere, and then my friend said, "Hey, you want to uh, you want to be famous?" And then I said, <laughs> "Okay, uh, what 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 do you have in mind?" And I said, yeah. uh, "We make something viral." I said, "Okay, we can, but like you know, uh, I want it to be something that is meaningful. Uh, I don't want, like stupid stuff that makes it viral. Then like you know, okay. I don't want to uh, dig my own grave." Yeah. And I said, "Okay, uh, let's make a let's make a Wuhan uh, song." I said, oh, "Okay, mm. so so uh, I take out my book. Oh, I always have a book. So I always mm. have like yearly book. So this is my this is this year's book. So I always like keep mm. stuff inside this book. So I take out the book and then we wrote uh, Wuhan, 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 Wuhan." Wuhan. And after that, we came out with a tune and a melody. Next day, we recorded, and then the next day we posted. So it's on YouTube now. You can just search um, spacewalk. Uh, I call it funky disease, or you can say the Wuhan song, and you can. It's a fun song, you know, to create um, to create positivity and smile in this time of pandemic. Lah. that's our main objective. Yeah. Okay, so that that's the best part about being creativity. Yeah, I mean about being creative. Right. Sometimes you just get an idea there and then, and it can just of you know how some people can just get um yeah something you know it just happened in a short while because of certain situation yeah and it just went viral. That's the best part like, I find about creative people. Okay, so I think we are left with uh, about five more minutes. Is yeah. there any one last question? Any uh, from the two of you? Shuvi, Adnina, Daniel. Can I say something? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh. Uh. I'm. I. I'm really happy to see 
I'm really happy to be here, you no, know, to to talk to you guys, and I'm really happy to see that we have our youngsters too. I'm I'm a youngster also, like actually, but you know, you guys are younger, so. Uh, You're like, almost you over it. already, then. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. No, 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 no. He's still young. I still say that he's still young. Okay. okay. <laughs> Although the difference age is ten years apart. Okay. Oh, yeah, continue. Yeah, you, you just so make say, me feel old, but okay. Uh, yeah, ten years apart, my dear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm happy to see that you guys really, uh, you know, I'm interested to be here to want to talk about music, and I really hope that you guys do do it without any influence from outside of your mind. If you want to do it, like, don't think about being successful. Just do it, just to make yourself smile before to, before sleep. That's what I always do, lah. Yeah, I I don't think about whether I want to be famous or I want to have sponsors. Like that one will come when you give a good work. So, so to have that good work, you need to 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 make yourself happy first lah by doing what you want to do. You have to be honest. Yeah, Fidoz, right. I agree with you on one aspect. But the thing is that, okay, it's not about being famous. But the question here is, can music really put bread and butter on the table? That is my question. Because okay. you are a man. Mr. Choi is a man. Daniel and Chiwei are going to be a man. So it's a little bit uh, sticky, I find. Because you have to be the provider for the family. You know, unlike we women, Alina, you know, to us, not too bad. We still have that 50-50 chance. But being a man, you have to be, I mean, as a man, it's like, okay, we are, let's be realistic. We're in Singapore. Let's go back to reality, okay? Let's do reality check. We, we talk so much about passion, passion. Okay, yeah. We are, we are, we have, all of us have our passion. But the question is, we are in Singapore. Mm. And to buy a house in Singapore, we need to have CPF. I don't know whether it's a good word or a bad word. <laughs> it is good, actually. Okay. <laughs> or, or a nightmare. So maybe, um, Mr. Chua or Fidawus, where do you see? Where does the CPF come? I mean, if you I talk about passion. Yes. Yes, music can make money. Yeah. It, depends on how, mm. it depends on how you approach it. Like Mr. Chua, he's a teacher. He, 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 uh, he has his own school, you know. Uh, and I, I know that there's a lot of hard work going at the back that people don't know, oh, you think I have a school, but I know there's a lot of hard work. But, but at the end of the day, it's the effort like, that you make. Like for me, like I haven't received any um, like money out of making my music, but I, I do have a full-time job. Mm. So yes, money is important. And, and if you really want to make music as a bread and butter, you really have to um, know your things really well. And, and one of the ways, the best way in Singapore to me is to teach music because that's the best income. To, to be an artist and earn, honestly to me it's very hard unless you are super good and super famous good. yeah, and you have people listening to your songs on a regular basis, then you will get like, to me, I have, uh, I'm happy that I have 2,000 um, listeners on Spotify but, the, but out of that two, uh, the $2,000 only get me 20 cents. So, no 20 cents, I can only go to the toilet twice. So, <laughs> it, it's, it's a different, it's a different uh, approach. Uh, what you want to do, if you really want it to be your bread and butter, then you have to be like what Mr. Chua said, really holistic and, and like all-rounders try to, you know, uh, teach. Teach is the best way to earn income. For me, I don't teach yet uh, because I really want my time to focus on the music that I want to do. Maybe in the future, who knows? Okay. All right. Mr. Chua, your song? I think when it comes to putting bread and butter, mm. I think music, you can definitely do it. But it is something that you need to see where you stand as a, as a musician. Like, uh, to, put it, to put it bluntly, it's about mm. how good you are. Mm. Because if you recognize, uh, you need to recognize your strengths and weaknesses as a person. Like, uh, if you want to teach, then you need to have this kind of personality. You need to have this kind of... Uh, you, you need to be knowledgeable. You need to be more inquisitive as a student to begin with. When it comes to uh, an actual okay. performer, you need to have the age. You need to have the talent. You need to have more hard work, a lot of hard work, you know. So I think it's different set of qualities, whichever you want to go into. You know, whichever you want to go into. It's all about... Uh, having different kind of personality, having different kind of uh, working on different stuff, basically. Yeah. So when it comes to this, it's dependent on you. Are you willing to, if you want to do music, if you say that you want to do music for a living, it is actually possible, but it's about how, how much do you want it and 
how much are you willing to compromise? How much are you willing to sacrifice? Yeah, how much of right. the quality of life do you plan to sacrifice? How much time do you plan to sacrifice? Correct. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you must know what actually you want. And this Correct. is the route. If you choose, if music is the route that you want to choose, so you have to, I feel that the planning is very important. And you have Correct. to know where you stand. Yeah. yeah. And you have to yeah. know where you stand. And I think, uh, yes, I agree. Support from families also is very important. But mm. I believe that having your own good network is also very important. Yeah. yeah? Very because important. sometimes, yeah. Because I, I feel that for those who have both from your families, get the support from your families and you have a good network, I think it makes the whole process so much easier. But there are some people out there who might get one but not the other. Yeah. So I believe yeah. that, guys, I, I really wish uh, all the best to all of you, Chere, Adlina and Daniel. I believe mm -hmm. that in the next, what, one month and less than six months, we're sitting for your O-levels. Okay? Yeah. Please focus on that first. Oh, Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Don't worry. After that, you have a whole of, you know, two, three months for you to do whatever you want. Yeah, but um, yeah, I believe that all of us need music in our heart. Yeah, that's what makes us sane. Yeah, I believe music do makes us sane, right? To a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Depends yeah. on what song you listen to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can everybody yeah. listen to music? Yeah, just depends on what It doesn't care. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly, it doesn't matter. Maybe your kind of music is not my kind of music, but at the end of the day, music, you know, my kind of music. Super, makes, yeah. yeah. Yes, I, give me, get art, me right? out of this place. Yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah. You define your own art, your own music. Yeah, at the end of the day, we are happy doing what we are doing. And I think that's the most important thing. And yeah, I believe that during this CB period also, we are sane because of, I think partly because of music. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A lot of right? artists are doing Yes, yes, yeah, yes. So, yeah, so I really uh, would like to thank, thank you all. To all of you, yeah. Thank you, Vidaos. Thank you, Daniel, Adlina, Chewe, Mr. Chua, yeah, for your time. Thank you for yeah, having and, us. Yeah, um, and yes, uh, Shafi, is there anything you want to add on? Uh, no, that's all. Thank you, everybody. Um, I hope you all, we're thinking of doing it a second version later on. Uh, thanks. And if you have uh, the thanks time, please on Instagram also. Ah, uh, okay. You Come again, repeat again. How about you, Mr. Chow? You want to get this three or four of them to join? Yeah, correct. Yeah, Mr. Chow. Check out my school, King George's Music Academy. Oh, okay. Okay. Can you play again? King George's Music Academy. So is there any... King George's Music Academy. Okay, Fidel, how about you? Mine is... Your school, Mr. Chow? Yeah, yeah, my school, King George's Music Academy. King George's Music Academy. Okay, okay. So that's where the KGM is for. And mine is Spacewalk. Mine is Spacewalk, S-P-A-C-E-W-A-L-K, Spacewalk, dot music. Then you can see me and my covers. Okay, so Spacewalk, dot music. Okay, and I hope you can also encourage your friends to like our Facebook. Yeah, at voice out cakap je. Okay, do like yeah. us and share. And mm -hmm. uh, probably this thing will be out. Uh, Shafi, how long do you take to edit mm. this thing? One I'll update you guys. One month. <laughs> I'll, I'll update you guys. Okay. Hopefully okay, soon, yeah. Yeah, I'll update all of you once it's out. Okay, out there. And uh, I hope we can do this a second round. Maybe next time round, we will do it uh, Facebook Live. So there will be live questions that we will get from the listening audience. Yeah. So probably okay. it will make it uh, more interesting. Yeah. And um, I, I hope yeah. more people will benefit from this kind of session. But yeah, the next so time round, the next time round, we will get um, Mr. Chua yeah, and Fidel to perform. Sorry. The next time oh. round, we might get Mr. Chua and Fidel to perform. How about that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay, thank you guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. 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 Thank you gain a lot of knowledge, especially in the career of music. So this is Voiced Out Cakap Je. Do like us in our Facebook at Voiced Out Cakap Je. And we are looking forward to our next series that we'll be doing soon and that will be via FB Live. So we'll be doing in Zoom Live and FB Live simultaneously. Look out for our coming series.
in a month or two.